Hi, I'm Ian Khan, a host of GX Podcast and the video series. We're here at the World Government Summit 2023, and I'm sitting with the one and only Vishal Gondal. Vishal, welcome to the podcast and the video series. Uh, how are you doing today? Thanks for inviting me, Ian. I'm really excited to be at the World Government Summit. The energy here is absolutely electrifying. I love it. It's my fourth or fifth time now. I've stopped the count. But this is the place to be if you not only want to know about what future you know, focused governments are doing or what governments are doing about the future, but, in, but even if you want to meet people uh, that, you know, that are making a change in the world. So we are at the right place for sure. Absolutely. And I think governments are now playing a much bigger role in innovation. Previously, yeah. governments were the one regulating and blocking innovation. But now we are seeing, and you know, this is one of those events where they're all talking about accelerating innovation, which is completely refreshing. Absolutely. You come from a background of uh, the gaming world, right? You had, you've had your share of startup successes, uh, you know, uh, uh, mergers and acquisitions, the whole works. You've seen it all. Tell us about your journey in a very short amount of time. Tell us where did you come from? How did you get started? So, so I started coding games when I was 16. That hobby ended up me creating one of India's biggest gaming companies. Of course, it's a different story that I dropped out of college, but I have learned every bit of technology and my idea of business by being in the trenches as a startup entrepreneur. When I finally sold my company, I realized that uh, my knowledge of gaming has a lot of relevance to other sectors. And one such area was health. And I was myself struggling with my own health. When I was in college, I was a national volleyball player, fit and athletic. But running a gaming company made me a volleyball myself. <laughs> I was extremely obese. Yeah. And that's when I figured out that, hey, I tried diets, I tried all kinds of things, but nothing worked. What actually worked was when I started working with a coach who used to WhatsApp me, tell me, do this, do that, eat this, eat that. To cut a long story short, Ian, from being a couch potato, I ended up running marathons, trekking to base camp, wow. uh, Everest base camp. And that's when I connected the dots that the problem in the world is not about data or access. You know, governments talk a lot about access. We will connect you to this, we will tell you this. The whole world has solved the problem of information. In fact, we have gone to the problem of misinformation. The problem is motivation. Mm -hmm. The problem is not that people don't know they should not be smoking a cigarette. Yeah. It's that they are not motivated to do the right behavior. Right. And, and that's where my gaming background came in. Right. To motivate you to yeah. do what you don't want to do. Oh God. So motivation now plays a role on, in everything. From waking up in the morning to brushing your teeth to get dressing up or not to driving to work right to be part of your family fa like motivation is the fundamental thing and you touched on a very important important topic here i was going to talk a lot about government services but it's becoming even a better conversation do you think governments today are motivated to create change for citizens see i think the best part of today's government is that it is becoming centric to the people so the way the government needs to think about governance is what is benefiting the citizens of their country and the citizens of the world. So the incentives are differently aligned. Previously, governments were a lot about control and a lot about uh, 
aspects of building infrastructure and they thought that this is what is right for the people. Right. But today we are entering an era of social media where people have a voice. They are coming and giving you mm. feedback. They are telling you what they want. So if you have to build a future civilization, people's voice needs to play a very important role. Yeah. And that's where the alignment of interests comes in. Right. Today the healthcare system is broken yeah. because it is not lack of money. Billions are being spent in healthcare. The problem is it is actually sick care. Yeah. And companies are incentivized to sell you medicine, sell you surgeries and you know make expensive hospitals. Yeah. The incentivization is not on how do I prevent you to reach a hospital right. or manage your illness, yeah. which is why the world is suffering from diseases like diabetes and blood pressure yeah. and which are completely preventable because yeah. they are nothing to they're not communicable like COVID-19. Yeah. They are literally happening because of behavior misalignment. Right, right. And if you remember this game called Pokemon Go. Yeah, of course. Millions of people were roaming around the world, running, walking just to find their Pokemon. Yeah. And I call that the largest inflection point in the world of health because yeah. that proved that by just gamifying a simple thing like go find a Pokemon, right, right. you could make millions of people walk, run and become healthy. Of course, of course. And I remember and it's still happening, you know, going into parks and finding the Pokemons, going my nephews, going on Pokemon hunts and I'm like, oh, at this time Pokemon hunt. Yeah. So there's all that. It's, it's like a more like a a pop culture revolution that's taking place, right? When you talk about healthcare, there's many things happening. For example, some of the new things that I personally like is uh, you see Mark, people like Mark Cuban coming out with a new model of pharmaceuticals, new model of how medicines are sold, and they're one, I don't know, one fiftieth the cost of what they were as compared to the branded ones, right? And there's that model happening. And then now you're talking about also the, the behavioral model, the motivation model. Uh, what is missing? Is it there's too much capitalism? There's too much focus on money? We're not we're not focused on people and what what are we doing with the world right now? See the fundamental challenge of healthcare is consumer trust. People don't trust pharma companies, people don't trust insurance companies. People always think and now with all the news around what is happening with the vaccines, right? People are always suspicious of these companies, even though they are supposed to do the best for you yeah. in your case. So the challenge is trust deficit, but the best part is that this trust deficit can be converted into a complete asset by trying to incentivize the consumer with the right behavior. Today the consumer thinks that if I share my health data, it could be misused, it could be sold, it could be used for wrong purposes. Right. But the future preventative healthcare models will actually incentivize you to share your data so that a therapy could be personalized for you, which gives you a better outcome. Now, why would you not want to do that? Versus today, where you feel, and you know, with all the data privacy regulations, yeah. the, the impression an average consumer has is that their data is being stolen or misused. Right. Versus this data being mined for the good of Correct. you and the good of humanity. Correct. So, on, uh, so if I understand it right, on one hand, Maybe our infrastructure is not ready for this whole 100% privacy where consumers can say, you know what, I completely trust my provider, my vendor, my government, that my data is secure and safe, right? There's maybe that angle to it. And the other could be 
the the aspect of gamification you see hundreds of people with their uh, mobile phones today just watching content or engaging or playing games and what is the future of gamified healthcare gamified government services so so you have to understand one thing fundamentally and everybody listening to this is that gaming actually can deliver the four chemicals which can stimulate behavior dopamine oxytocin endorphin serotonin uh, and all these chemicals are habit forming and you know they can alter your mood they can make you addictive which is why you get hooked to playing games or you are hooked on your tiktok or instagram because these tech companies are utilizing game theory to entice you to do behavior which is beneficial to them they are selling advertising so their ultimate goal is do whatever you want but please click on yeah. this ad yeah. now imagine if these same tools are used for good if your government or your insurance companies saying that hey if you could walk and make sure eat healthy i'm going to reduce your insurance premium or i am going to provide you better coverage yeah. or i am going to give you better returns on your investment right. suddenly what is happening is rather than trying to use data for a completely different purpose you are flipping the coin and saying i am going to make sure that this data is used for mm -hmm. your own benefit mm -hmm. so i think the future of data usage as well as in fact there is a talk around regulating social media right because it is such a it's, it it has more impact than even antidepressant medicines right, right. because it can create such issues yeah so yeah. i think that's really where we are going to an era where digital dopamine is going and billions of people are consuming yeah you see in in dubai in the uae especially uh you have initiatives uh, a whole month of the health you know a health month uh, and and the focus on well-being and so on i think we need to have more of those right imagine a country like india doing it china doing it at a country level they're doing it and millions hundreds of millions of people focusing at least for that duration of time building that habit building those neural pathways to doing a new behavior i think that could change the nature of many industries not necessarily in a good way but it could be a big revolution and you know one thing which is missing from not just here but worldwide with governments and hospitals and doctors is this very important word which is main in social media and games which is the word fun mm. these things these services are amazing but they are not fun right my my challenge to the industry is that why can't we make consuming government services as fun as playing a video game yeah, yeah and if we don't think of it that way we will never have billions of people use these services just like they are playing a game or they are using any yeah. kind of social media application so i think the the core is fun and then you'll ask me how is fun how, what is fun how do you determine fun of course and and there is a very interesting framework on that and 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 the framework really goes around so, so think of the x axis as experience okay and the y axis as difficulty level yeah. so what happens in you know if you typically look at a you know you go to the doctor and the doctor will say from tomorrow stop eating junk food no alcohol no this no that they'll give you 25 things to do yeah so your experience yeah. is very low and they give you a very difficult task you do it for two days and then you stop yeah because it was very difficult right. similarly sometimes they give you a very easy task stop drinking you know whatever tea and that's a very easy task so yeah. it is not fun yeah the fun task is when your experience level and difficulty of the task is 
kind of balance mm-hmm. so that it is challenging. Yeah, right. And that's yeah. the way you need to think about not just healthcare but all services that you deliver it to consumers or you expect their participation in a way which slightly challenges them right. versus giving them a form of 500 questions of to course. fill on day one. Of course. Which is why everybody is frustrated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vishal, thank you so much for your time. Give us like your final, maybe final recommendation to governments since we are at the World Government Summit. Uh, what should they do to create a better society? Uh, going forward. So I think with COVID, we have seen that the future superpowers won't be countries with armies and weapons and infrastructure. It will be countries with fit and healthy citizens. So this is a time to think about investing in the mental, physical well-being of their people because if you have smarter people, that is going to make you a superpower and not anything else. So people are your superpower. Vishal Gundal, thank you so much for this conversation. We hope you enjoy the World Government thank Summit. Thank you. And uh, we hope people get to listen to your, uh, you know, to your message. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. thank you. And this is the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed. Visit the website at gx.ae and subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast.